Welcome to this next act at the Kingstown Wine Vaults, he says, almost saying Valindra, but that's wrong. And, oh wow, I'm getting a head shake. No, we're not ready? Oh, okay, that was just you giving me an awkward, awkward, awkward look because I was being awkward, awkward. Cool. Well, welcome to the stage, your MC, Alex Kitson. He is a hit, son. Thank you. That, that will go down as one of our worst intros. Uh, I take all the blame. Yeah, that's, uh, that was extraordinarily... Uh, what, what the hell's going on? You guys look like you've culled half your group. Uh, what's going on here? What's your name here, mate? Sorry, as, as I try to untangle this from here, which I should have done beforehand. Louis, Louis, um, what, what do you do, Louis? You, uh, student. Are you, oh, you're, are you all Bristol uni students? How, how did you all meet? Are you on the same course? or Lacrosse. Oh, that, that's why... You, I, I, I was taken aback by a healthy-looking group of people at a comedy night. Uh, and I was like, I, this, this needs to be investigated further, yeah. Um, oh, so you, you, you put all play on the same lacrosse team, or you're... Uh, ish. ish. Against each other, do you... Society for the lacrosse team. Uh, oh, well, uh, it's, uh, yeah, we're a, drink, we're a drinking team with a lacrosse problem, yeah. I, 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 know, I, I, I know the top, I know lacrosse. Uh... Um, but the lacrosse, because it's it's um, it's it, um, forgive me for saying uh, it's, it's usually in the UK. It's a g- g- girls tend to play it in the UK, um, and then blokes in America. Are you, are you got you you don't sound American. Uh, no, no. You, do, you, 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 did you play it before you got to? I'm, I'm just interested. Um, we're gonna put the gig on hold while I chat at lacrosse. Uh, um, so you, you you just take it up. And you're like, you know what I want to do? I want to pay like. I want to play hockey, but with people's faces. Yeah, it's yeah. That, so, sounds good. Yeah, um, I, I, I used to live near somewhere where they played a lot. Of, uh, the, I used to live there. A, the girls called Godolphin in Salisbury. Is that they play a lot across the there? Yeah, yeah. Any of you guys go there? No. Good. <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> well. Oh, that's a lot of fun. Oh dear. Uh, sorry. That was uh, distracted straight away. Uh, my, my name's Alex. Welcome to this next act, um, which is the uh, comedy night here at the Virginia. Give me a cheer if you've been here before. Uh, yeah, yeah. So and then and then the the cross in the middle, the, the cross team. Oh dear me. Well, basically, what happens is that this is um, this is a place for people with some new acts to try out new stuff, older acts to do. Bit, bit of stand-up, it's going to be uh, good, fun, and then I host it every week and just get distracted by um, men with better beards than me in the front row. Uh, that's, um, how many days, how, is, that, is that, how manicured is that? I just keep it trimmed. You keep it trimmed? Like, when was the last time you trimmed that? Is that? A couple of days ago. Oh, it still looks good. Like, what you, oh, what you like? Uh, oh, dearie me. I, I, I wear this. This is the... I, <laughs> Deary me! Oh, nice to have you, Louis. I mean, we won't. What were you on the end? Are you with the lacrosse because you look slightly attached. Like you're the next one to go if they called a member. Um, they laughed a bit too hard at that. That's, uh, you can take up with them. What's your name on the end? That's Callum. 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 You, you, lacrosseman, stickman. Do you, do you have positions in lacrosse? Is stickman one of them? Uh, <laughs> You and that's you are not a lacrosse team. That's uh, you just drink with a lacrosse stick in hand, like oh, it's sport, huh? Yeah, it's uh, it's good fun. Um, yeah, it's, it's been nice. Um, anybody had a good week? Yeah. Hesitant. 
Uh, that's October for you. Anyone had a bad week? <laughs> Just a confident nah. Yeah. Um, I've had a pretty good week. It was my birthday yesterday. Uh, yeah, I know. I, 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 what? <laughs> it's just a... I don't... I don't know. I don't know. I'm not... Hey, um, you, you, you must have been there last night. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was the worst joke you'll hear this evening. Um, no, but I, I, t- I turned 22. Um, is that it? What were you expecting? <laughs> or was that a slam and how, how I look? I can't even grow a beard. How old do you think I was? <laughs> um, I 22 is weird because it's like the first, uh, like, the ones before that, I have a deal with excitement, like 21, like, 21, like, wow, like, 20, you're in your 20s, like, 19, I'm not at school anymore, 18, like, fucking, I'm drinking, 17, I can drink, like, I've, I've come to the end of that, like, 22, like, I'm getting older, and it's not a surprise anymore, like, it, I think that's what it seems to be the vibe, um, but, yeah, it's, I, I feel older, I, I figure a lot about, uh, you, you're, you're nodding big there, you, are you, are you, just, <laughs> Just wise beyond your years, or uh, or just yeah, big time into. How old are you? You? I'll tell you what. Stop bragging, mate. You're uh, like six months younger than me. And you're like, oh look at this old crap. <laughs> um, now I was thinking a lot about sort of going back and like old birthdays and things like that. And I was thinking about school and like my school and that. And I, I remembered something that. I, do you guys ever have a friendship bench at school? Yeah. yeah. I, Because I, I, I remember this this week. Basically, if you guys didn't have the pleasure of this, this was an initiative, I think, launched in schools at some point in the late 2000s, where they'd, um, maybe at some teacher conference, when they were like, you know what, we need to stop kids getting, getting bored. We're going to have a bench where kids can sit, and if, you know, if they're sat there, it means that they don't have mates to play with, and they're like, the kids can come along and... Um, that kids can come along and play with them, and it'll be really lovely. That everyone will make friends, but that did not, is not how things went down. Uh, what happened in my school is that they went right, right, kids. Uh, we're bringing a friend. It's called the friendship bench. You go there if you've got no friends, uh, <laughs> and if you've got no friends, uh, you will sit. You will sit there. Uh, you <laughs> will go and sit there, and you you will sit there, have no friends, and maybe someone might. Uh, go and play with you. But probably not, because you've got no friends. Uh, I've never seen a more pristine bench in my life. Like, people are just actively <laughs> avoiding it. People are like, kids are like playing, like, playing tag, and then they just see the bench go, ah, like, and run away. Uh, birds in the air were like, like, and just fly away from it. It was, um, I imagine it's still, at the, my school has since shut down, but I imagine the bench is still there, because no, like, de- demolition cell go anywhere near it. Um, yeah, it's fun. Um, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm older and clearly less funny. Uh, Louis can come to all of the things. You, um, you're staying a good distance away. Um, do, do I, know, I spoke to you, but do I know you? You look very familiar. You look like a guy you used to work with in Topsham, Devon. No. Hmm. <laughs> I know, I, I know you're telling the truth, but I thought I'd, yeah. Um, Terry, maybe we've got a really 
top line up for you like, I, I, um, we had a few dropouts and I just replaced them with people who are fantastic so like we've got a fucking good line up for you tonight um, and yeah I don't, Louis because we're best mates now this is how this works by the way we're best friends um, sorry guys and um, so you're, you're going to be my chief clapper slash applause leader slash hype man that, that sounds good yeah so what, what I want you to do when I point at you before an act I want you to stand up and I want you to go ballistic. Like you've just scored a lacrosse goal point. Uh, a goal celebration. Like, uh, what? Does he have a goal celebration? No. That's a, that's a no. That sounds like a yes. Uh, right, right. What, what is your goal celebration? There are goal celebrations for you as a group. Oh, here we fucking go. This is no longer a comedy night. Uh, right, what is your... There's fucking space here. You've left her. You curled the group. Oh, what? So, give me an in theory... What were you doing? Is it... That will be the greatest entrance some of these stands have ever had on stage. If you guys do the Skittles and then spring up, go mental, and then we bring on your first act. Is that... Who, who, I believe... <laughs> and what happens in the fish? We're all dying to know. Lovely. What do you want to hear? What do you want to see? We'll, we'll bring on Mark Owen in a sec. But, um, <laughs> do, um, but like, okay, what, what do you want to see? Give me a cheer if you want to hit, see the fish. And give me a cheer if you want to see the Skittles. Yeah. Okay, so we're doing... <laughs> So within the sketches, I'll clear this out of the way. Who's, um, you're definitely, Louis definitely involved. Um, you, 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 cause you were chatting a bit earlier. Uh, <laughs> that is you, yeah. The, the, the person I was pointing at. Uh, right. Look, put your pipe down. <laughs> right. Come on. Right. So, yeah, come on, come on. Right. So, 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 so here's what's gonna happen. Um, yeah, but we need more skittles. Uh, okay, so what's gonna happen, right? Is uh, are you being the are you being the, the ball? Shall I be the ball? Shall I be the ball? Oh, I've got a roll. Okay, so so so, so what, what's okay? So what, or is Louis gonna is Louis gonna be the ball? Okay, so so Louis the ball. Louis gonna Louis gonna knock you all over. And, Oh, that's, that's absolutely fine. We, we, we can adjust the surroundings. Um, okay, so Louis is going to He's going to knock you all over, and you're all going to go up and cheer, and I'm going to bring on Mark Irvin. Does that sound good? Okay, uh, okay. Okay, Louis, I was counting on you. Three, two, one, go! Hey! Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, Mr. Mark Irvin! Bloody hell. The one time I invite friends down. <laughs> no, so um, I got my hair cut last week. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, the prick didn't really do much, did he? Didn't take much off. And any other profession, any other profession, if you do half to your job, completely unacceptable. Now imagine this. You've got a house, and looks like you're all students here, so... Hypothetical. 
<laughs> Hypothetically, you'll get on the, on the property ladder. And so you, you, need, you, need, you need a new roof. And uh, you get a new roof. And afterwards, the roofer comes to you and says, uh, right. So I, uh, I took the old roof off. And then I, uh, yeah, I took the old roof off. <laughs> completely, completely unacceptable to get half the job done. But I think because I'm British, I feel the need to sit there and say, oh, yeah, brilliant. <laughs> it, this is exactly what I wanted. <laughs> yep, perfect. That exact amount cut off. Uh, so I was playing some lacrosse about a year ago. <laughs> and I... Uh, I unfortunately went for a dodge and injured my knee. Ah, oh, ah, oh, pricks. And uh, so I had surgery to get it nice and fixed. Um, and after the surgery, I was given some physiotherapy exercises to strengthen me up, strengthen me up after the operation. And they start off simple. Start off simple. You start by uh, just wiggling your feet a bit, like that. And then uh, they get more and more involved as you go on. Uh, one of the later exercises is glute bridges or hip thrusts. A few of you know what these are. Um, and I was told you have to do these as much as possible after the operation, which frequently meant doing them in university. And so I would be in university and in a, in a lab... And I would do these glute bridges. And uh, really what they are is pretend to have sex that's floating magically two feet in front of you. And uh, just for my own amusement, I'd uh, pick out an unsuspecting victim. Hi, Louis. <laughs> and uh, maintain eye contact throughout the entire time. No, so um, I, uh, I once thought I shit myself in this girl's bed. Um, yeah, so um, this one evening, I'm in the bed, and uh, quite a large fart comes, comes. And I, believe it or not, not comfortable farting in front of this girl. So I don't let her. Anyway, the morning rolls around, and I uh, prop myself to the back of the bed, and look, look between my legs. Oh, shit. Literally. <laughs> and while I say I'm not comfortable farting in front of her, believe it or not, also not comfortable shitting in her bed. <laughs> and so at this point, your mind starts racing, just trying to rationalize why, in fact, this might be a player move. <laughs> Maybe... Maybe, maybe it's a sign of dominance. I'm showing my dominance to her. No, no, no. Uh, maybe there's an article I read somewhere that says this is okay. Maybe. But no, BuzzFeed still hasn't released top ten reasons to shit in your girl's bed. Where was I? Oh, haircut. Haircut. So I'm getting this haircut, and I, I need to tell him. I need to tell him. I'm not happy. So I say, you're not cutting much hair off, are you? He says, ah, oh, I'm layering it. He's layering it. Why didn't he say that earlier? He's layering it. He's layering it. He's layering it. I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> but I, I already know I'm getting ripped off. 
So sure as hell, I'm not going to let him on. I'm an absolute moron and don't know what layering it is. And, yeah. Thank you very much. I've been Mark Evan. Mark Evan, everybody. We're all going to keep that going. Keep it going from Miss Capriola Hooper. Okay, this represents my life. Um, <clears throat> hello, everyone. Hello. Um, while I'm here tonight, I thought that I would try out some new material on all of you lot. So are you ready? Yeah. yeah. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> it's silk. <laughs> I uh, cut it out of my sister's wedding dress because, well, the attention doesn't always need to be on her. So my name's Capriella, and if you haven't seen me perform around the Bristol circuit before, my comedy often gets compared to Tommy Cooper. (laughs) Not because I'm funny, but because apparently I die on stage. I'll tell you a bit about myself. Uh, You could probably tell I am extremely short. I'm around five foot, period. I'm so short that when I go to concerts, the only way I can see what's happening on stage is by watching people's phones who are filming it in front of me. I'm so short that no one listens to what I say because I am constantly overlooked. I'm so short that when people talk to me, they have to shout because they think I'm really far away. So uh, more about me. Um, I'm a student. Represent. (laughs) Yeah, I go to the University of Winchester. I'm doing a degree in comedy, which is a real degree. No matter how much my parents seem to disagree. And um, I was actually in a lecture a few weeks ago, and uh, my lecturer pulled me aside, and she asked me whether I'm dyslexic or not. And I was like, shit, like, I might be. And she was like, oh, you better get yourself tested. And I was like, shit, like, I could be because, well, I've always really struggled with English and I've always had the symptoms. But, like, what if you do get yourself tested for dyslexia and you don't have it? That means that you're just a fucking idiot. (laughs) And that would be extremely depressing. (laughs) Actually, I'm going to stop myself there. Normally, I would make this joke about depression, but I'm not going to do it because depression is not something that should be joked about. Like, in the same way that you maybe shouldn't joke about, like, religion or, like, God. Actually, thinking about it, uh, depression and God are both actually very similar. They're both not real. (laughs) Just checking the level. Checking the level. All right, let's move on. Uh, Okay, so... (laughs) I love you guys. I love you. Uh... Okay, so I came back, uh, I came back to Bristol, where I'm from, uh, back from uni this summer. And I came back, and it turns out when I came back that a lot of people my age and a lot of people I grew up with happened to be pregnant. And it's crazy because like, I couldn't imagine it, because like, I'm only 19. So like, I could not imagine my life now if I was pregnant. And like, have you seen all this stuff going on? Like, where people, like, these videos keep circulating of like gender reveal parties where people like pop a balloon and whatever color, like, the confetti of the balloon comes out determines what gender the baby's gonna be. And it's like, shit, like, if I got pregnant now, like, I wouldn't have a gender reveal party. I'd have an abortion, but, uh. 
Again, just checking the level, checking the level. Uh, where am I now? Uh, yeah, so I, I finished my first year of uni, and it went really well. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it went really well. Uh, I actually got done for plagiarism on two out of four of my essays. Really well. <laughs> plagiarism isn't the best label to have if you want to be a stand-up comedian, I'm not going to lie. But, like, I'm telling you, like, I would never, ever steal somebody else's material. I recently uh, moved into a new house because when you, oh, you guys understand, like when you finish first year, you move out of halls and you move into a house with your friends. And I did. I moved in with a few girlfriends of mine. And, uh, well, it turns out the house that we moved into is extremely haunted. Like, really haunted. Like, you go into a room and, like, stuff will happen. Like, doors will open. Things will fall over. Lights will turn on. And I can't bloody afford it. Next thing, they'll be turning the fucking eating on. I'm just really poor. Like, I'm currently living off about 50 pounds a week now. Which I guess I can't complain. At least I'm earning more than Barry Chuckle will be on his tour next year. Checking the level. Uh, yeah, well, I have my overdraft, which is struggling because I spend more than I got. <laughs> and uh, I've actually uh, lost more money than Katie Price has lost children this year. That guy loves it. <laughs> That's all that matters. Uh, okay, I'll finish on this. Uh, I, is anyone else really surprised that it's October already? <laughs> it's crazy because like, it literally feels like just yesterday it was 2017. Like, I remember Christmas. I remember New Year's like it was yesterday. Like, I remember writing my New Year's resolutions. Some actually worked, by the way, because I successfully quit smoking. Thank you. It was actually really easy because I took up the new vape craze. So I've been a vapist for about 10 months now. I've actually heard it's helped a lot of people because, well, my uncle's a vapist. Oh, and a lot of celebrities too because I've heard that R. Kelly's a vapist. And Rolf Harris is a vapist. And Bill Cosby's a rapist. Oh, shit. Well, we all make mistakes. <laughs> Some more than others. <laughs> anyway, I've been Capriella Hooper. You guys have been amazing. Thank you so much. Uh, Capriella Hooper. It's uh, Capriella, the, le the level checker Hooper. Uh, oh, dear me. You're you having a good time? Yeah, yeah you, already. Louis, I'm going to need you to do your thing and start clapping for Mr. Richard James. Mr. Richard James, can I have a straw? Hello, hello. This is lovely, isn't it? Look at this little lit red and why the fuck is there a mop there? No one's really, no one's addressed that yet. I've been, I've been in the corner thinking, is someone going to mention a mop? There's a, there's, a, there's a mop on the stage, guys. Does anyone know? Why is there a mop on the stage? Does anyone know? Oh, oh, I've ruined something. Oh, well, I, I kind of imagined that with this weird red light and a mop, it was like the fucking weirdest Amsterdam sort of sideshow you'd ever seen. But this is lovely. This is lovely. Well, thank you all for coming. It's nice. Uh, how, Alex, how old are you? What was your, how, what was your? 22. 
22. I love the, I'm really old and I'm 22. A couple of weeks back, it was my birthday and I was 30 and I feel like I'm dead. That's basically, that's where I am at the moment. I'm 30 years old. I was 30 the other way. And uh, it's quite cool being 30 because like, I, I kind of got to that age. But I kind of imagined when I was a bit younger that I was going to die at 27. You know, being a 27 club. Yeah. Some of you are looking forward to it with your youth. Figure. Yeah. I'll have accomplished something with my lacrosse skills. I'll be the most famous 27-year-old dead lacrosse player. Is that a thing? I don't know. But, you know, like I kind of imagine I get to 27 and that would happen. I got to 27, hadn't accomplished anything, thought, no, nah, maybe I'll live a bit longer. And then it kept going. <laughs> Pretty much two weeks after I was 28, quite a large car crash. I was like, oh, I'd want to be in the 28 club. The 28 club would be the worst. Uh, like, I, uh, well, actually, in that car crash as well, I kind of hit my head a little bit. I bumped my head and... Uh, I kind of felt all fine, that sort of confidence that you get from an accident. I had that sort of adrenaline rush. Oh, I'm fine from this. I'm all right. I, oh, God, I'm like, I'm really good at crashes, which was genuinely a thought that I had. <laughs> Not a thought you should have. Like, I'm good at that. I'm all right. Talented. What a talent I've discovered I have. But uh, no, I thought, oh, bloody hell, I survived it. I'm incredible. I could be like in Fast and the Furious, whichever one they're making now. I could be in that. It'd be great. And then uh, like the next day, I felt like I was going to die. I was pretty much passed out. So I went to the hospital and uh, like my, my girlfriend took me, or then girlfriend took me. I was all sort of like, Ugh. and uh, I got up to the, the, the front of the queue with a reception and uh, they sort of asked their usual questions like, well, what's your name? I said, oh, Richard. And like they sort of like, asked the date of birth. Uh, told my date of birth the very next question was do you have any religious beliefs and i was like can we not see a doctor before we go to the priest is that (laughs) i've genuinely never been more terrified in my life that all they asked was name date of birth and like how would you want to be buried mate that was i knew the cuts were bad but fucking hell like at least at least try and treat me or something that'd be that would be nice. But a lot of your students as well, what are you all studying? You all, you, are, you, are you studying lacrosse? <laughs> really? Is that, is that a genuine... Is that, I shouldn't mock, but I will. Uh, is that, so you're studying lacrosse? How, what do you... Yeah. You're not. I didn't think that was a course. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do three years of lacrosse. Like, fucking hell. So what... Okay, we'll pick on you. You do pure science. Oh, I thought you said pure science. Like, I feel like it sounded like some Nazi science, but never mind. Uh, okay. <laughs> Don't applaud Nazi science, Jesus. Good Lord, but uh, should not be applauded. Bad science. Uh, so, okay, you're studying computer science. Okay, that's quite, I, that's quite a useful one. I, I made a mistake. I studied English language and linguistics with creative writing. Do we have anyone studying that course? <laughs> You've chosen wisely. Well done. Uh, I studied that. It was basically three years of reading and writing. Uh, so one of the main things I learned from my course was how to use phrases in Anglo-Saxon. Yeah, old English. The old original English. Would you like to hear a phrase in old English? Yeah. Uh, of course you would. You like the Nazi science. You want some old Germanic language. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the phrase that I learned was, What? Yeah. Ooh, indeed. Which, uh, which is Anglo-Saxon for, Fuck me, I've wasted three years of my life. That's, that's pretty much it. There is no use for that dead language. It's terrible. But uh, what else have I got to talk to you about? As you will notice, I will be reading, or as they call it back in Cornwall, showing off. Um, uh, yeah, what else? 
Fuck you guys. But uh, no, I'm from I'm from a small town down. I'm actually from Devon. I'm from a small town down in Devon, and like it's quite nice growing up in a small town. Uh, there's not a lot of stuff that was ever going on in my small town. Like uh, to sort of describe the town that I was from, the town had six churches and six pubs. That was basically like it's like we're even that out. You know, it's either sin or redemption. Choose which one. And uh, like look, weird things as well. Like our local co-op, right? Because apparently our the old town used to be a mining town back in like the 1800s and stuff. And the old co-op used to be a casino and brothel, which is weird when you go, not like nowadays, but it's weird when you go there just to buy your sort of chips and stuff. Thinking, this used to be a, like a sort of Wild West brothel. Anyway, I'll cut that bit out. But um, <laughs> it, was a, like, it was an odd place because it, it was quite cool. But the, my town's only claim to fame is a small place called Ashburton. And its only claim to fame is uh, it was home to the monster raving loony parties. Anyone ever heard of the monster <laughs> raving loony <laughs> So, so are you members? Is that what? Like, it's weird. It's weird because like the Monster Ava Looney Party was started as like a sort of this weird sort of satirical party to mock politics. And I feel like as the world's developed, they're now like the most sane that's left. Uh, if you don't know who the Monster Ava Looney Party are, they're normally the ones that they have all like the other sort of politicians all stand there in their suits. And then at sort of election day, the camera will pan along and there'll be a guy in flippers and a tutu and a sombrero with a huge banner just going, hey! And that's, that's basically the Monster Ava Looney party and like you know they're, they're a bit of a joke here they're not very successful like no one never revotes for them and stuff but I, I hear out in America one became the president so yeah, yeah. needs more of a build up it might work but uh <laughs> But there's not a lot of stuff to do in like small towns and stuff. So you, you have to sort of try and find stuff. Try and find your own sort of entertainment, find your own joy. Like uh, the place we used to go to was the pub. We used to go to the pub all the time. Like a little pub like this, but in a smaller village. Like, you've got loads of stuff to compete with this. But we had like, is anyone from a small town or village? Yeah, quite a few. So you know that sort of feeling. There's not a lot of stuff. You go to the pub. And I, I kind of like that the pubs basically have become homes to things that they shouldn't be homes to. Right? Things that are not improved by alcohol in any way. Like karaoke. Right? Singing has never been improved by alcohol. Right? It's, no one really becomes a better singer from alcohol. Uh, what else we've got? We've got, uh, uh, what else we've got? We've got, uh, like quizzes. We've got quizzes. Like, I've never felt particularly smart after six Cronenbergs. Has anyone, has anyone felt smart? smarter after alcohol like i feel like it impairs your decision uh the the other one i feel like darts as well darts is like the most terrifying thing that they decided do you know what would be a great idea to put in a pub full of drunk people flying needles someone at some point obviously for and like do you know what scares me more than the flying needles maths that's literally the more (laughs) genuinely of the two bits, I'm like, I'd take the, just throw the needles at each other, but don't make me work out what the fuck a double top is. I have no idea. I have no idea at all. But, um, like the other kind of thing as well, I kind of leave you on this a little bit. The other kind of thing that I always thought was odd that they put in small pubs, and I don't want to insult because I like pub gigs. They are my favourite kind of gigs. But it's weird that they put comedy in pubs and stuff because it's kind of weird. Like, this is nice because you're all friendly students and stuff but I've done quite a lot of gigs where you turn up to a pub in the middle of nowhere and they basically go yeah what we'd like you to do is sort of go on stage and take the piss out of these incredibly drunk aggressive men and you're like well I foresee no problems with this how could that possibly ever go wrong uh, I will I will tell you one of the worst gigs that I ever did and I, I realised this is being recorded might ask you to cut this out in case I never get booked by the guy again but uh, no I, I got booked to do a gig in a it was, it was weird it was in Wales lovely place love Wales did a lot of really nice gigs and stuff there but I got booked to do comedy in a Welsh speakers only club now you might have noticed one thing about me not speaking Welsh and uh, I can't speak any Welsh at all and I got booked for this gig and he decided because like they weren't getting enough people coming into the club they thought oh we'll have an English speaker 
speaking event in there as well. That's what these people in the Welsh Speakers Only Club want. And we're like, oh, well, that seems like a great idea. That was like the first little, little red flag. We thought, hey, it might be all right. The second red flag is the day that we had the gig was the day of an England versus Wales rugby match. <laughs> and Wales lost. Uh, no, I don't know if you know about the Welsh. They're quite keen on the game. Quite keen on the game. So we ended up turning up to this venue and it was quite terrifying. Do we have any Welsh people in? No? Oh, that's a shame. Uh, you looked around like I was going to like, yeah, burn them. No, we're not doing that. Like, uh, no. Oh, so it was quite weird. We turned up to the gig, me and a friend, we walked through the door and standing in the doorway was uh, this chap who like, obviously one of the, uh, the clientele. I've never used the word clientele, but I panicked. That's the word we're going for now. Patrons. Is that the word? I don't know. Is that a word? Patron is a word, isn't it? Anyway, the guy in the pub. We walked in, right? And he was standing in the doorway. And he said something as we walked in that sort of allayed my fears. Because I was all sort of worried that we were going to be in trouble. That we were going to get, like, beaten up or something horrible like that. As we walked in, he went, oh. oh I'm going to do a really shit Welsh voice, but I'm losing my voice. So here we go. He went, oh, you're the comedians, are you? Oh, I'm looking forward to the show. Good luck. Right? Now, that's what I thought he said. Uh, trouble is, I'd kind of misheard, I'd misunderstood, because what I'd done there is for some reason I'd heard that in English, but what he was actually saying, it was a Welsh phrase, it wasn't English at all, right? It wasn't even, it's just like one of those weird coincidences with linguistics, like I studied linguistics, so I know about these weird things. It was one of these weird little coincidences, because what he'd actually said was, oh, you're the English bastards, are you? We're going to have revenge for 800 years of oppression right now. Good luck. And uh, it was probably the worst gig I've ever done. Basically, 20 minutes of a room full of Welsh people shouting at me for a thousand years of warfare. But I don't really want to leave you, and that was a bit shit. But uh, uh, any questions? <laughs> uh, the sad thing about that is just asking if there's any questions. Got applause. But, uh, but yeah, we'll leave you on that. I don't know why I'm looking at that as if I wrote anything better. You guys have been lovely. Please enjoy the rest of your night. Keep supporting this gig as well. Thank you very much. Good night. Richard James, everybody. Uh, and, and that's the end of the first section. Oh, what crazy. Um, they're insane. Um, but yeah, um, we'll be back in about sort of, we'll take a 10, 15 minute break. We'll be back um, with more fantastic comedians. So go grab, grab, grab some drinks at the bar and we'll see you in a bit. All right, bye. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the stage. Your host, Alex Kitson. Boss Louis. We can't start without Louis. Yeah, oh, Louis's back. Louis's back. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Oh, dear me. Okay. Right. Um, we're going to, yeah, get, get, get everyone to see. You, you have a good break? Yeah. Good, good. I asked that twice. Uh, <laughs> so I've, I've had a lot of sugar today and I am dizzy. Uh, I, I've had, a, I've eaten mostly Toblerone. Uh, and had a coke and suddenly I, I am, um, I like a little kid at the birthday party. I am running around. I'm having, yeah, yeah. It's, it's my mother. She's here. Every gig, it's uh, it's um, ah, oh, it's uh, she's, she's not. She's on later. Uh, anyway, uh, are you ready to get started? Yeah. I'm very excited about this. Um, this next act, it's gonna be great, Louis. Yeah. Um, we're not gonna we're not gonna do another uh, goal celebration because I feel like that was too much upheaval. Uh, but I, I want you to be like a one man volcano. I want you to be the uh, you, you, you told me in the break that you were you were the, the captain of the. Uh, I, I, it, it took him, I think, about three seconds. Um, uh, <laughs> it, was, it was like, "Hi, I'm Lou." I was like, "I know." We told, we told him the name. I was like, "Oh yes, I'm captain of the Mystics Cross." Uh, yeah. 
Um, that's me. That's mean. It was. Uh, you're very. You're loved that. But, but can, right, can you be my? I want you to stand up, erupt, and we're going to do a little practice now. Can you do that for me? Right. You know that wasn't your best. Like that is. You, you, you phone that in. But I'm going to give you one more chance, and we're going to bring on the washer, the washerwoman. If that's. Ooh. Are you excited about that? Now I, I need to see that in your volcano. Okay. Right, I, I want I want whoops. I want I want you to explode. Okay, well I point at you. Three, two, one, Louis, let's go. And bring on the washerwoman. Hello. It's me, the washerwoman. I'm the one who washes your clothes believe it or not. Every day by the stream, washing clothes. I love it. I like to sing a little song sometimes when I'm washing. How I love to wash your clothes. Wishy-washy wash. Playing in the silly stream. Splishy, splashy, splosh. I do it really quickly. Bish, bash, bosh. I really, 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 really like to wash. How I love to wash your clothes, wishy-washy wash. Playing in the silly stream, splishy, splashy, splosh. I do it really quickly, bish, bash, bosh. I really, 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 really like to wash. How I love to wash your clothes, wishy-washy wash. Playing in the silly stream, splish, splash, splosh. I do it really quickly, bish, bash, bosh. I really, 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 really like to wash. How I love to wash your clothes, wishy-washy wash. Playing in the silly stream, splish, splash, splosh. I do it really quickly. Bish, bash, bosh. I really, 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 Really love to wash. <laughs> but it's not all just fun and games. <laughs> Down by the washing stream. <laughs> I often wonder will a washerwoman like myself ever find love? Yeah, it's often been a question of mine. Uh, I've wondered, you know, I, I've did a lot of research online. I was wondering, uh, <laughs> uh, the thing is, uh, making a love potion. So I thought maybe we can make our own like love potion tonight. Uh, a wash broth, so to speak. <laughs> if anyone wants to make a potion, because that's why I brought the mop. And yes, you did ruin it. <laughs> yeah, no, let's do it. Let's duck <laughs> it from home. <laughs> Worth it. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, uh, got the water to make a bit of a base. <laughs> it's pretty clean, isn't it? I guess. 
<laughs> Some of this sickened fucking fat. Sorry, no, I didn't intend this to be this messy. I was really worrying that I was going to make it messy and it'd be bad for the staff. I'll sort it out afterwards. Uh, 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 Oh, yeah, this. It's a big bag of detergent that that I wrapped in King Film. The wash potion is it was on paper. Uh, I've got some toothpaste as well. <laughs> 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 Quickly. Bish, bash, bosh. I really, 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 really like to wash. Any takers? No. I guess there's one thing for it. I'm just going to chuck it down the toilet. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) The the washerwoman, everybody. Um, Nice to witness the the last ever this next act. Uh, This is. No, no, it's it's fine. I'm just just worried about the electrical wiring. Uh, It it, it smells fantastic. We're, We're. when it when we blow up, it's gonna be bloody lovely. Uh, none of that arid. Uh, <laughs> are these underpants? Yeah, they're the oh yeah, that was okay. <laughs> uh, um, let's see. Um, yeah, um, oh, we, we, we spoke about it. It, it, it. It's like like it's like a um, it's, it's like a sort of um, uh, a, a tiny tiny little person has been like gunked. Um, well then, 
Uh, what a lot of fun. Uh, we are going to be. Um, oh, dearie, mate. Who knew washer people were so blooming untidy? <laughs> you noticed how... Uh, the <laughs> Oh, dear. Right. Uh, I have forgotten who's next, where I am, and my own name. Um, right. Are, are you ready to bring on Alice O'Brien? Alice O'Brien is ready for Alice O'Brien. Um, we, we don't seem that... Oh, okay. Louis, you, you, you're the only person holding this together now. <laughs> right, Volcano, come on. Yeah, it's going wild and crazy for Alice O'Brien. Thank you. Um, I'm not very good at the whole speaking loudly thing. That's why we have microphones. Anyway, um, so in today's stand-up, we will begin. <laughs> um, we will begin with some sex-related jokes, and then we'll move on to some jokes about my family. <laughs> and then, if we have some time, um, we'll do something that everyone can relate to, which is some jokes about medieval Christian mysticism. <laughs> And again, also, hopefully, we have some feedback at the end. Yeah? <laughs> Sounds wonderful. Um, so, a lot of female comics like to come on stage and critique how men are very bad at oral sex. But, I've got to be 100% honest, I'm not 100% sure how to suck a dick. <laughs> Uh, I remember telling that joke to a friend and she didn't like it. And I asked why. And she said, Alice, I just don't understand. How do you not know how to suck a dick? <laughs> and I went, I'm sorry. My mother taught me how to sew, not how to deep throat. Um, <laughs> uh, I had a breakup recently, uh, which was pretty tough, but I had to uh, go and uh, meet him to give him the stuff back. And my intention in this meeting uh, was not to sleep with him. But just in case, I thought I'd wear an outfit that I could wear to work the next day. (laughs) Um, Because before my principles... And before my emotional well-being, I am a scout. And one should always be prepared. (laughs) Um, When I was younger, I couldn't pronounce the word Protestant. So I used to go around calling my mum a prostitute. (laughs) And... um, I went to a Catholic school, so of course no one ever corrected me. And uh, one day, though, my mum uh, was dropping me off, and the teacher took her to her side and said, um, so I hear you have a colourful career. And she goes, shit. And she takes me to one side and says, Alice, Alice, he's correct you on something. I'm not a prostitute. I'm an escort. You're very different <laughs> professions. Um, my uh, family, I'm really bad at this. My family um, is from Ireland, but I never really know much about my Irish heritage. The one thing I do know is that I'm from, uh, my family's from the County Mayo. 
And I told my friend this, and he went, is that right next to ketchup? (laughs) And the IRA just seemed a lot lot more sense to me, you know, at that point. (laughs) No? Guys, we have feedback at the end, so just keep that in mind, yeah? Um, So I studied religion and theology at university, and my speciality was medieval Christian mysticism. And my favorite person um, is, is mystic, uh, is called Marjorie Kemp. Now, mysticism is where you have visions of mainly Jesus. Some of it's sexual, but it's mainly suffering. And, <laughs> and um, she's great because she is from the 13th century, and she's Norfolk, from Norfolk. And she traveled all around the world. And she's famous because she used to cry a lot. That was kind of her thing. And, uh, but I, you know, she did so much. She pilgrimaged all over the world and she achieved so much. And I just hope I can achieve as much as she did using my emotional instability, you know? <laughs> um, and what was it? Oh, yes. So I actually, I'm single now and I went on a date. Um, but I was, well, beforehand, I was talking to this guy on Tinder and, you know, and I mentioned mysticism. Obviously. <laughs> and um, he said he was into mysticism too. And I was like, OMK, oh, oh Marjorie Kemp, right? <laughs> Crazy. Um, anyway, I need to go. But beforehand, sir, you, hello, tell me one thing you like about this. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, now tell me something you didn't like, Ralph. Oh, not, nothing really. Oh, okay. Well, now it's time for your feedback, and it's your turn now. Um, you're sweet. Bye. <laughs> oh, so Brian, and I'm moving on. We're going to keep it going for Mr. David Rowe. A lot of people have done stuff about uh, getting old tonight. Uh, I didn't think I was until I walked up here and went, that's not fucking safe. (laughs) (laughs) Now I've been confronted by my own mortality, uh, which is always good. Uh, I would address something before I properly start. You've probably noticed it already. Um, I'm quite a nervous character. It's not an actor, it's part of who I am. Um, You know, I shake a lot, I do stammer every now and again. It's just nice to get out of the way now, so it's not awkward later, you know? So if at any point it looks like I've shit my pants... <laughs> I probably have. <laughs> but, um, but no, it's not just sort of on stage I struggle with. I sometimes struggle with, like, the admin of gigs. Because I came to do a gig in Bristol a few months ago, and the, the venue, they uh, put my name on the poster, which I thought was really lovely of them, really nice. But instead of writing David Rowe, they wrote Davy Rowe. I know. <laughs> and for a split second, there was a little part of my brain that went, oh, shit. I'm going to have to change my name now. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not a normal response, but I struggle getting to gigs sometimes as well because I suffer quite badly from road rage. Yeah, and that's a weird statement, isn't it? Because it's not an illness. You can't get a prescription. I've tried. But like, when you look like this... 
you suffer from it. I think we can be honest with each other, ladies and gentlemen. We've reached that point in the night. Not a terrifying look, is it? Not going to strike fear into the heart of an enemy, is it, this? I think it's safe to say if I get out of my car and start doing this at you, you'll be less inclined to believe I want to start a fight, maybe a little more inclined to believe I want to reenact some sort of homoerotic roadside fantasy. (laughs) I will apologise to you, mate, as well, because as I said that, we made some really awkward (laughs) but intense... Eye contact. Um, so I apologise for that. Um, I don't know why I was drawn to you. It must be the lacrosse. Who knows? But um, it was quite interesting what you did. Because a lot of people in that situation, I'm sure most of the other men in the room would have gone, oh, that's a little awkward. Oh, look away. <laughs> you didn't, did you, mate? <laughs> so you can go home tonight safe in the knowledge I might not be the best comedian you've ever seen, but I won't be going home by myself, so... <laughs> One single applause. I like that. I like the idea of me being bummed by a man gives one single applause. That, that's my favourite thing that's happened all night. But, but for ages, right, for ages, I couldn't figure out where I got this road rage from. I couldn't figure it out. It turns out I get it from my mum, which is weird because my mum, honest to God, the most lovely, placid woman you'll ever meet. But you stick her in a car, she thinks she's Danny Dyer, right? <laughs> Honestly, it's scary. And the reason I figured it out is I thought one night it'd be, it'd be nice to treat her to take her out for dinner. Like, not in a weird way. I'm not from fucking Tiverton. Yes. Oh, you're the one from Tiverton, aren't you? Oh, no. I mean, it's all right, because I have done that joke in Tiverton, and they all went, yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. So, so it's fine, they understand. But, um, but I decided one night I'd take her for dinner, and as I was driving down the dual carriageway, right, all of a sudden, this BMW driver pulled out in front of my car. I had to slam on my brakes and miss the car by that much. Wow. So we came a bit further down the road and we pulled up to a set of traffic lights and the same BMW driver pulled up to the side. Now, before I could stop her, I was powerless. My mum, she wound the window down and she shouted... I wish your dad could have pulled out as quickly as you did, you prick. (laughs) Oh, my God. I couldn't believe it. That was my mum. What horrible contraception advice to give to a stranger. Honestly. Turns out she's only ever had one accident in her life, and it was me. That is, of course, a joke. I've got a sister. <laughs> but, um, but now, um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you a little story about one of my friends. Um, but it, it's a brand new bit, so it might be shit. So, you know, just feel free to cut it if you need to. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, this friend of mine, she was quite like quite a lot of you. You'd probably relate to her. She was at a university. As you can probably understand, I've never been to a university. <laughs> Through the fact that I'm stupid, not any sort of thing saying I can't go near them. There's no restraining order, none of that. But, but now she was at uni and she was stuck in a predicament. And she was telling me about this predicament. The predicament she was stuck in, she was, uh, she was in the sort of the showers, the changing rooms, the communal ones after sports. You know, um, nothing weird like what goes in the lacrosse team, nothing like that, right? Just nothing. It's just 
and she'd been stuck in a predicament where she was in there by herself and she'd forgotten to bring any clothes. And all she had was a towel. Now, obviously, as a man, if you've just got a towel, you've got quite an easy sort of decision to make, haven't you? You cover that. That's easy, isn't it? Now, as a woman, she, it was a small towel, and she had quite a predicament. Because, obviously, I'm sure some of you will be aware, women have more bits to cover, don't they? You knew that, didn't you? Yeah? Good. I thought I'd lost some of you there. Did I? Fucking hell. I didn't know they had other bits. I thought it was just... But no, there's, there's other bits. There's a world of wonder, right? Okay? Fucking... That's what university is all about. And so she was stuck in a predicament. And like, so we'll ask a couple of the ladies in the room, so if it was you, what would you cover with the small towel? Yeah, you cover that. Fair enough. That's a, what about you? No, you can't cover all of you. You can cover there or there. You've got a decision. There or there. What are you covering? Okay. Wise decisions. No, wise decisions. Right? She came up with something wiser. Something genius. She put the towel there. <laughs> Wrapped it round her head like Lawrence of Arabia. And I said, what the fuck did you do that for? And she said, because everything will be on display. But no one would know whose the fuck it was. <laughs> I thought that was lovely. That was my, that was, I thought that was genius. Um, but, but for reasons that are probably quite apparent, I'm single. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Cheers. But I, I wasn't always. I was in a relationship up until last August. <laughs> One small, tiny amount of sympathy. The rest of you going, shut the fuck up and get on with it. Um, there's no jokes about it. It's just nice to get it out there, isn't it? So people, you know, people don't normally believe it. <laughs> but no, we, we were, and we were, you would probably call it a rushed relationship, right? Within the first six months of being together, we'd done everything you can do in a relationship. We'd gotten together, we were living together, we'd gotten a dog together, we'd even done anal. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, I've just caught a few of the looks some of the, some of the women in the room are giving me, and they're not good looks. Uh, uh, I think I've misjudged the crowd in Bristol. A few of the guys are really up for it. No surprise, it's the lacrosse team, but... But, but a lot of the girls look like they're feeling really awkward and uncomfortable, and fuck me, that's an echo. It reminds me of my ex-girlfriend. That was ad lib. Let's cut that just in case you listened. <laughs> Fuck me. Um, but yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah, I do apologise if I did make any of the females feel awkward and uncomfortable. But if you feel uncomfortable, just imagine how my asshole felt. <laughs> I am very worried at the fact that you have now applauded me being bummed twice. Um, this is turning into a better night than I thought it would be. <laughs> but, but no, like, when, when you do live to someone, you sort of figure out, like, sort of weird habits they have, don't you? And one, one habit that really pissed the fuck out of me that she did. Right, some of you would have... You're in uni now, so you'll be doing washing. This is great. This is fucking... Oh, you've had cleaning guy. You've had fucking washing tips. This is going to be amazing. You're going to love it. So uh, she used to have a bag 
for odd socks that got lost in the wash. Not just a carrier bag, a tote bag. She had a luxury fucking condo for socks that got lost. And my issue with it is, why are we preparing to do a job badly? I'm not a misogynist. I would do the washing every now and again. And I would put two socks in there. And then once it had finished, two socks... Not just two, not just two socks. <laughs> I'm not insane. Sat there going, fuck the polar bears, give me my socks. Like, no. Um, but, but, like... But she'd put two in, and then one of them would fuck off somewhere. And then the, other, the spare one would go and live in this little halfway house where it could talk to other little socks that had got lost, and they could discuss what a crazy little world it is we live in where a sock can get split up from its partner. And um, this went on for weeks, right? In about six weeks' time, there were socks in that bag neither of us had ever bought before <laughs> or seen in our lives. I shit you not, word had got on around about the fucking sordid sock swingers club that we were running. And they'd come from all over the country. And I feel like this has probably been ten minutes, so what I'm going to do is something that um, my ex-girlfriend was very familiar with, and I'm going to leave you a bit of an anti-climax, so... <laughs> Thanks and good night. David Rowe, everybody! Right, and, that, and that's the end of the second section. Ah, uh, but there's a third section. What? Crazy. Right, so uh, go grab some drinks. Uh, you know the drill by now, and then we'll come back. We'll have a 10-minute-ish break. Sound good? Yeah, nice one. See you in a bit. Bye. Good evening, everybody. Please grab your seats and welcome back your host for the penultimate time, Alex Kitson. It's, uh, I'm, I'm back. Um, it's fun being introduced three times in a night. It's like, it's, um, yeah. Oh, well, like, like an absolute legend. Um, I don't, Louis. Uh, oh, did, where's Captain? Skipper. Where's the Captain? Oh, Captain, my Captain. Where are, is, is he gone? He's abandoned ship. <laughs> um, oh, well, we, 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 there's absolutely no way I'm starting out, Louis. We're here all week. Um, has he gone home? or Gone for a wee. Classic Louis. Uh, if I know Louis, he's, he's gone to the Louis. Uh, Jesus Christ, that is dreadful. Um, what, was, what was that? Uh, anyway, right, good. Um, We've got, we got two fantastic acts in this section. They're like, I'm, I'm really fortunate to see them. Are you, are you, you're now replacement Louis, by the way. Um, I, I, I haven't asked your name. Are you, you're Jess. Jess. Uh, you know Louis. As, oh, I, it's nothing on you. I do just miss Louis. I, uh, dear me. Um, I'm, I'm looking at people. I'm just hoping they're Louis. Uh, so, 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 Jess, you're, you're a lacrosse to, you're, uh, you're a... You're, you're a uni person. What, what, what do you say? Are you a computer science as well? Uh, pharmacology. Pharmacology. Oh, heard of it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Louis! Yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> oh, dear. My word. I was going to have to do some chat about pharmacology. I wasn't ready, Louis. <laughs> I didn't have any jokes about that. Oh dear! I don't even know what it is. Is it um, the f- farms? Um, oh dear me! Right, 
Um, <laughs> right, I, that's enough. Louis's back. I'm, I'm overexcited. Aren't you? We're going to re- bring on your next actor. You ready, Louis? I'm ready. Screw the rest of you. Louis, you ready? <laughs> right, we're going to bring on Mark Homie. He's absolutely fantastic. So, Louis, for the pop-up time tonight, you, give me the volcano. Hooray! Sarah Slater. Oh, 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 let go. Thank you very much. Hello, Louis. You seem to be quite popular. Will you volcano for me? And we're off. Hello. Hey, hi. Oh, look, I couldn't see you lot before. Hello over there. This is going to keep doing that, guys. Have you got, anyone got a firm hand? Can you twist your knob? Righty tighty, probably. We forgot the first part. That's the issue. Um, that's all right. Just keep it going, guys. Keep it going. Keep it going. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Microphone stand. No, that's fine. I can cope with that. That's lovely. Thank you. That's very nice. Thank you. Oh, my God. It's a bit stiff now. Huh, I've said that before. Sorry. Okay. I'm just going to pull it back a bit. I've said that before as well. Sorry. Oh, hi. Uh, my name's Sarah. Sarah Slater, as you might have heard. Um, everyone's talked about their age so far. I have had a big birthday recently. You don't want to... Oh, that's better, is it? You turned me down. You asked if I'd said that before as well. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I like to think of myself as 40 teen. You can work that out if you have to. Um, the guy said earlier that, um, you know, comedian. I, I don't really like to think of myself as a comedian. I think of myself more as my friends do. Bit of a joke. <laughs> Um, I'm a late learner. A lot of you lovely university students are having your opportunity to study and develop your brains and get into debt. <laughs> uh, I missed out that, that whole world of things. And what I've realised is I'm a really late learner. Really late learner. Because um, I've just figured out life's not a rom-com. Rom-com. Life's not a rom-com. Yeah, I know. I know. So, you know that thing in a rom-com where you're just going to the lift and you've got an arm, she has an armful of, of paperwork, ledgers, because if I was in the film, I'd have a proper job. <laughs> and as you get to the lift doors, they kind of shut and you stumble and you drop all the paperwork on the floor. And then this gorgeous creature who's um, independently wealthy, psychologically stable, physically fit, um, comes along and helps you pick up your ledgers. And as you fold them all up together again, your hands touch and your eyes meet and you suddenly realise that this is the most gorgeous person in the world and you're going to spend the rest of your life together and you're the quirky bird. Then everything that's wrong about you, they think is right and suddenly it's all blissful and happy. Well, that hasn't happened. No, my life's a bit more like an episode of Black Mirror. Yeah, you'll watch Black Mirror? If you don't, catch up. Apparently it's on Netflix and chill. Uh, I had that explained to me. <laughs> it's not a whole word or... Anyway. Um, so, yeah, it's that episode of Black Mirror. You know the one where you accidentally um, kill someone? You know, you've either run them over, electrocuted them, or shot them with a crossbow. Yeah, and, you, you know, that thing happens. Anyway, um, and so then you've got to bury them. So you have to bundle them in your car and drive somewhere to an isolated spot, build, dig a shallow grave and put them in and bury them. Yeah, you know the thing. And suddenly there's some guy with a dog walking past who witnesses you doing it. So you have to kill them as well. And then the dog's looking really pathetic, so you have to kill that too. Yeah, that was Tuesday. 
Wednesday got a bit better. Yeah, came on my bike. No, seriously, it's the, it's the cobblestones in Bristol. They're, they're, they're awesome. Yeah. I mean, they say Bristol's seeped in history, don't they? Sorry, mate? I'm told I must go on my bike. You must go on your bike. On your bike. You must, you must go on your bike in Bristol. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes, you can roll out any time you like, lovely. That'll be fine. That'll be fine. You're welcome. You're welcome. It's a bit confusing, isn't it? That was a bit of a whoo. Are you still joining in? You're not going to talk while I'm talking. No, you're not. I bet you fucking don't. Try your best, though, mate. Great. Okay. So, as we know, Bristol's quite full of hipsters. A lot of you lovely young people might not think of yourself as hipsters. Do any of you think of yourselves as hipsters? You don't, do you? Yeah. No, not really. You're not tidy enough. No. <laughs> but they are easy to spot. And, I, you know, what it is, it's not just the beard, is it? Or the check shirt. Or the, or the tattoos of vegan across the side of the neck. <laughs> but it's the girl hipsters. They're much harder to identify. Because they've got the retro clothing on, or vintage, or what's the other word they use for it? Um, vintage, retro. Oh, secondhand. <laughs> Um, and also ironic tattoos, sort of in irregular places. But the girls have always got that fringe that they've cut in the mirror with nail scissors. <laughs> usually, usually in the dark. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, and I think it's a bit sad. I mean, hipsters, you know, people do give them rather hard time. I wouldn't mind if a hipster gave me a hard time. Um, but no, they... <laughs> Sorry, you're all too young for me to be quite as rude as I usually want to be. Yeah, I know. Never mind, you'll get used to it. Um, <laughs> whoops! Um, yeah, but hipsters, though, I mean, then the artisan bread. You know? What's, what's wrong with that? I mean, <laughs> they give them a really hard time, don't they, for, for making bread that costs a fiver? You know? But, I mean, it's their bread and butter, isn't it? Um, I did actually, I did actually meet a fellow the other day, um, in, in the flesh. Yeah, this is international sign language from the flesh. I, um, what I mean by that is like we, we were talking face to face using words and language that came out of our mouths, um, which is different to when you meet somebody online because you're at home typing and probably crying. <laughs> I can't see that. Um, anyway, we were chatting and um, he asked me what I did for a living, so I lied. Um, and then I asked him what he did and he said he was a barrister. I know. I was like, oh, I'm in here. He's, he's probably got, he's got a job. Might have his own car. Might not live with his mum. So I thought I'd try and sound intelligent, which, as you can see, is an effort. <laughs> so I said, oh, is that criminal or civil law? And he just looked at me and went, nah, Costas. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> oh, I'm going to milk that one a little bit. Um, thank you. 
Um, so yeah, I do drink a lot of coffee. Uh, I don't know if you could tell that. I've got, um, I've got a coffee crush. Any of you do this thing where you go to the coffee shop, shop for it? No, you're all too young. I go to the coffee shop for a legal flirt. Because <laughs> you're allowed to, aren't you? When they're serving you the coffee, you can have your little, oh, and you've got your special one that you always go and visit that remembers your name and how, you, and how you like it. The coffee. Um, and I was going to this, my usual coffee shop, and, and, and it wasn't the same guy that was there. So I was a little bit, you know, my head was down. And as I walked towards the counter, the uh, young girl behind the counter, she said, oh, can I help you? And she was going to say miss, just with my head down. And then as I looked up and we locked eyes, she said, oh, madam. I hate being called madam. It's not like I run a brothel, is it? Anyway, she said, madam, and it, and it started to kind of rattle me a little bit. And then she it wasn't her fault. She couldn't help it. But the next thing she said would, what would you like? <laughs> I just broke down. What would you like? 20 years back on my life, please. <sighs> but there is something good to say about baristas or hipsters or guys with beards. You guys at beards at the back, there's a few of you over there. Weirdy beard. Yeah, hello. Um, they're actually very good for the skin, I find, men with beards. It's uh, sort of the two-in-one, kind of exfoliates as it stimulates. It's, um, yeah. Um, and it won't surprise you at this point to let you know that I am single. I know. How single? Very single. What do you mean by very single, Sarah? Let me tell you. So I've got no um, parents, no partner, no pets, no children. I said pets before children. <laughs> My house plants are all cactus. Uh, I know, which means I'm really low maintenance. I just spend all day pleasing myself. Got very good at it. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, but you know, I don't really want you to feel that sorry for me because um, obviously I did. I did go out on a date. Well, I say I went out on a date. You've all gone very quiet at the back now. That's quite good. Or is it? Um, I did go out on a date the other week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I say a date. I had sex. Um, yeah, with, with with a woman. Yeah, I know. And. Um, uh, guys, I really understand how you feel now, like what you actually mean, women, all their emotional stuff, all their questions, all that talking, like, how are you feeling, what are you thinking, why are you crying? <laughs> it's weird though, because as I get older, I do think I am actually turning into a man. I know, I spend a lot more time um, thinking about sex and um, wanking. Um, and actually, I'm growing, I'm growing a bit of a beard, a bit of a moustache. Yeah, yeah. But I have actually worked out how to, how to um, address it. It's very helpful, again, if you're going to kiss somebody with a beard. It's because you, you sort of go in like that. You smooth down the moustache. And then, and then you kind of hold down the beard at the bottom. And it's quite good to go in at an angle, I've found. But it is a bit like kissing a Furby. Which is a bit... Yeah. Have you flashed me just a little minute ago? Does that mean you want me to shut the fuck up? Okay. Um, well, I have got. Um, I do. No, I will. I will. I will shut up. It does work eventually. Because um, I like to think that I'm quite woke. You know, like down with the kids. Can't say that though, can you? Um, but things like a lot of you, a lot of you talk about this stuff that's like gender fluid. Yeah. Like back in the day, gender fluid was the wet patch. Yeah. yeah. Um, and of course, I am. I am transgen. Yeah. That silences the room, doesn't it? Is it these big paws? 
Yeah. Is it this fine jawline? Yeah, you're looking horrified now. Um, is it these? Are they strap on? Is, is that strap down? No. What I actually mean is transgenerational. Because <laughs> I don't care how young you are, I'll fuck you anyway. <laughs> no, don't, no, 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 please, please, please. I do, please, please, boys, boys, boys. I do have limits. Yeah, 20. At a time. <laughs> so make that my biggest laugh and I'll fuck off. Um, oh no, there is one more. You lot are all, I don't know about you personally because you look quite comfortable there, so I'm not going to curse and c- spread nasturtions. But um, a lot of you are polyamorous, aren't you? When polyamorous, they will go, not us, we go to school, we're sensible. No, polyamorous relationships, a lot of young people have polyamorous relationships. And I think that's just kind of cheating. It's like crowdsourcing a relationship, really, isn't it? A little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit here. Um, and I thought about being polyamorous, but I realised for me it's more polyambiguous because I can't decide. <laughs> okay, so it was a little bit highbrow. I'll leave you there. My name's Sarah Slater. I'll see you later. Thank you very much. Good night. <laughs> Everybody. Oh, and, that, and that brings us to the end of uh, this next act for today. Oh, what crazy. I am on such. Oh, oh that was you. Sorry. I thought some whale had sort of appeared uh, uh, suddenly at the end of the gig. Like, whoa, I thought it was starting at 10. I've had, I'm on such a sugar rush. I. Oh, mate, I had too much Toblerone. I. Uh, you can you can have too much Toblerone. I found it out. Um, you, 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 you see, okay, I'll run through who you've seen. You can all give him a cheer again. You saw Mr. Mark Irvin. Uh, you saw Capriola Hooper, Richard James, uh, the Washerwoman, Alice O'Brien, uh, uh, fucking David Rowe, uh, Mark Herman, and Sarah Slater. Um, we, 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 we are here every Sunday. I'm here every Sunday. Um, they bring you some of the um, best acts from around the southwest. Some people up and coming comics in Bristol doing new stuff, um, and it's really good fun. So if you ever want to come back, that's good. Um, I'll be less more chill. Um, we're every here every week. Like us on Facebook. We're on. I'm on Instagram. Uh, on this ne- as in this next act. Uh, there's a Twitter account which. Um, I got for fun, um, and useless. Uh, we've also got we've also got a podcast uh, which is curated by um, Mr. Adil over there, um, which which is out. And you can, if you miss one, God forbid, uh, you can catch up. Uh, and if and if you want to listen to this one again, you can. Uh, you, you can re- remember this. Like that's going to sound great. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, what, what else? Also, uh, the kettle. Um, Basically, if, if you like comedy and live in Bristol, which I suspect that might be some of you, um, there's something called The Kettle, which is on Facebook and, on again, on Twitter and all that all that jazz. Yep. And, uh, and there's a website, and it's run by a bunch of people, and every comedy gig in Bristol is on there. So if you ever want to see comedy, go just search, search in Bristol, The Comedy Kettle. It's all on there. Do that, because they're great and friends of mine. Um, uh, yeah. Ah, what else? Oh, sorry, I've had so much Toblerone. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have a hat or a bucket just at the edge. Like, if you, um, I know lots of us are students, um, but if you've got a couple of quid just to sort of, you know, keep Mikey in cleaning products, um, that, that would be good. Um, but if you, if you don't have any money, that's fine. Just, um, finding that you like, t- I'm telling you enjoy the stuff. Thank the bar staff for having us. Um, that's, I'll come back. That's um, that's just good. Um, yeah, that's that's about that's all the fun fun admin. Uh, but yeah, cheers guys. I'm the Alice Kitson. Hope to see you again. Bye bye. <laughs>
www.outoflives.net.